Welcome to the next episode, number 17 of the guest podcast on the Josh Hardman Perspective Podcast. Today, we have a guest that I have followed for a while on Instagram. He is a online coach, if I'm right in saying. Yeah. Not a one-to-one coach anymore. Well, not anymore, yeah. Not anymore. But anyway, um, I am going to let you find a little bit more about my um, my guest and from there on in, we're just going to have a bit of a chat, see what's going on, see what's going on on his side of things and see how he's doing during lockdown. So I say we get started. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So a little bit about yourself, your name and anything else you'd like to share. Let's go. Cool. So um, thanks for having me on. First of all, bro. Appreciate it. Um, so my name's Ali. Um Jumped on online. I've I've said I've been online for a little bit, but to be honest with you, it really transitioned online fully when COVID first hit. Um, Yeah, so I'm Turkish. uh, Came to the country when I was one years old. I've been a personal trainer for just over four years now, so not even long at all. And uh, yeah, just trying to survive with this COVID. What was you doing before PT, if you don't mind me asking? Um, Yeah, no, no, you can ask me anything you want. Um, So before I was PTing, um, I played a bit of football. I was um, on the books at Cambridge United when they were in League Two, I think, in conference now. I played there for two years and then I went on a transfer to Turkey and I played out there for about six and a half, seven years. I had uh, three um, knee ligament reconstructions and then my body was just slowing down. Came back here, played a little bit of semi professional. And then when my PT business was uh, up and running and was just getting too busy. I had to pack in the football and really concentrate on something. Cause I always like with me, I'm always like, I don't believe in having a plan B because it distracts me from plan A. Yeah. I feel that. And I can also vouch for the old knee reconstruction. I did that myself. ACL said it horrible. Oh, it's, it's horrible. Even having the surgery is just horrible. Yeah. It's like now you can just sell you like 80%. You're just not, you're not quite there. And I feel no matter how much physio, you do, the psychological side of it's going to be like, ah, I just don't feel the same. Oh, it never does. It never does feel the same. Like he- like mentally, like when I first had my first one, man, I thought like I'm probably not going to be able to walk. I'm probably not going to be able to walk because um, did you have surgery? Yeah, yeah, I had a reconstruction and they used, I think it was yeah. part of my patella. Yeah, I had hamstring. Um, and um, man, it's like when you first come out of the, the hospital, you're like, these are telling me I'm going to play football. I can't play football. I can hardly walk. Well, I, I, think, I think I woke up and uh, I was I was I was asking questions as to as to what time the medication was and uh, what time the medication was, what time the operation was, and it was like you've already had it done. I was like, right, no way. No, you're... it's crazy, man. Yeah. Do you know what? With me though, my one took longer. I had so much problem with my cartilage and my meniscus as well, so mine took long. Like um, those those of you out there that. I've had an ACL uh, reconstruction. I don't know if you had it, but because I was in surgery for so long, I, they had to put um, is it a catheter down your down your penis. What? You have that? Nah, I, so you didn't nah, have that. Nah, nah, I you didn't didn't, have that. nah, you didn't have that. You was you was one of the lucky ones. <laughs> um, so I had to have that done because basically I was in surgery for so long, and obviously, like you can't piss. 
Do you know what I mean? So what are you going to do? So they basically put something down uh, your penis to obviously like get the urine out. Mate, it's the worst. Like, mate, it hurts so much when they're pulling it out. You won't realize like proper bad. All right. So you're awake as well. That's even worse. Oh, but the thing is, because um, because um, you got anesthetics through your lower back. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't you don't really feel it in it because the lower part of your body's gone. You don't really feel it. How how did you feel with the whole gym after you did like the did you say three times you'd done it? Yeah. Um what do you mean like going into personal training? No, no. So basically like when I feel like I'm in the gym, like my performance and stuff, I feel like if I train legs or something like that, I feel like my recovery just takes ages. Oh man, when I do legs, I am my legs like for the next week, I'm gone. My knees, like I just feel if I if I don't warm up when I go into a leg session and I squat deep, my knee hurts, man. Like they feel so stiff, like really stiff. Yeah, I feel like man. Three of them back to back, man. Yeah. Oh, is that on the same on the same knee? So, so I had two on the same knee yeah. and one on the other knee. So I've had three, but two on the same knee. And my knees are just stiff, man. Do really you, stiff. Do you ever feel like if you're on your feet all day or whatever, you feel like your knee starts to give way sometimes? Mate, if I if I if I'm on my feet all day, yeah, like my my, my knee will feel like it, it'll be like achy, if you know what I mean. It'll just yeah, be aching, yeah. bro. Right, let's get into it. That was a bit off tangent, but let's go. Um, I'm right. gonna start with a bit of an icebreaker, man. So right. after the announcement yesterday, yeah, um, everything everything's gonna be open in terms of hospitality. Yeah, yeah. what's gonna be your food order, and who you gonna go with? Oof. I'm gonna have to definitely go with my girlfriend. Um. Because I haven't seen her. Because my girlfriend lives in Scotland. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I've got a long distance relationship, so I haven't seen her for a long time now. But hopefully, when things open up, hundred percent with her going to a nice like steak restaurant in London or something, man. Like a proper yeah. nice steak restaurant. Yeah, I love steak. That's my thing, man. What's your order, man? What are we talking? Uh, um, I'll go for like um, a, a ribeye um, with chips and a can of Coke, man. It's about yeah. it, nice and simple, and a bit of vegetables maybe next to it. Yeah, a little bit of health in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay, number two. Um, all flights and travel are allowed for both vaccinated and non-vaccinated citizens. Where are you going? Who with? <sighs> Ibiza, what are you saying? <laughs> you know, I went this year, innit? I went this year with the boys. Man, it was crazy. It was crazy. I'd never been Ibiza before. I went with the boys, but I definitely want to go um, holiday with the boys again, man. Was that uh, out, was you out there with Darren and that? Yeah, Darren, uh, Paul Lima, Smith. Um, Sven. No, Smith wasn't there. Smith was in Australia. Oh, uh, okay, no. Sven yeah. and uh, Jade. But I definitely want to go again away with them lot, man, because it was it was probably one of the best times I ever had in my life. I, I couldn't stop laughing, as you probably know. Like with the boys that I'm friends with, I get roasted left, right, center. The roasting is like, if you're a part of our group, you got to be able to take a roast. You gotta yeah. have thick skin, man. Thick skin. So I'm looking forward to that. What, what, what do you reckon in terms of uh, Ibiza's not been open for a year? Do you reckon people are gonna hit it hard if that was to open this year? 110 percent people are gonna go mad. I reckon the price, I reckon the price of the flights are probably going up anyway at the moment. But, hey, they've already gone up. I was talking to my mom this morning, they've gone up like ridiculous. You're talking like three, four, five hundred pounds more than what they normally are. Of course they will. They're gonna go crazy, bro mental because people are going to pay it they've been they've been waiting for this moment for like what 18 months whatever it is 100 percent, yeah people are going to do it regardless man do it 
18 months, no one's been anywhere. You think they're going to hold back? No way. No way, man. Yeah. How, how are you coping with the current situation anyway? Like, what is, what is like, because obviously we all have days where it's like, oh, fuck's sake, man. I just want things to be like, do you know what I mean? What's the, what's yeah, the, yeah. what's the, what's the one thing that you feel like is kind of really getting to you, if, if that makes sense? I think the the one thing that's getting to me is just going out and just going to like a restaurant to have some food, man. Like even like even like not even that. It's just like even traveling somewhere. Like I don't know, going on a holiday somewhere. Because normally, like the past before COVID happened, I was really getting involved with like the traveling. I was loving going away like every now and again, like even with my girlfriend or like with my friends. Um, that's but to, to be honest, when COVID happened, like I I was I was a little bit scared with what's gonna happen, but. I haven't, as bad as it sounds, like I haven't really struggled in a way that, oh my God, I'm stressed each day because I can't go. I was just getting down to business, bro. I was just working, trying to find new ways to grow my business. Um, other than not seeing like my friends, my girlfriend, all of that, like apart from that, I was cool, man. I'm not going to lie. How are you doing in terms of like finances and growing your business and stuff like that? Have you suffered or are you actually thriving? Yeah. Um, so when lockdown hit i kind i was like my business i my, my clients are, that have been with me for a very long time they came online straight away and i started doing some virtuals with some of them and then i was like i need to make a move man and this ain't working i can't be doing virtuals i need to move my business online properly and then i started working with uh, phil graham i've been working with him for a year now and um, yeah my business is thriving thanks to him man obviously obviously thanks to him that he's guided me and all the other uh, mentors I got inside the coach inside their mentorship program so yeah my business is thriving at the moment uh, thank god but um, I mean just like hard work and having someone guiding you same with like people come to us for personal training bro do you know what I mean we know exactly what they're going through we're going to help them through and me investing in someone like Phil who's very very known in the industry for helping like PTs um, has like massively helped me man how do you feel with the transition to online having worked in the gym? Because I've only just pretty much started one-to-one, like 20, I think it was 2019, October. And obviously that included a couple of lockdowns and stuff. But yeah. I feel for me, one-to-one is, is something that I want to do for a while just because of the fact like I, I do well when I'm, when I'm with people, like real-life energy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. You're I miss trading my clients face to face. Like I really do miss it. Um, but with some of them still, I've done, I do like a few virtual of some of my clients that have been with me for a while. But the thing of online, like it's great. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to like, um, when it comes to the business side of things, it's much more scalable than a personal training because as a personal trainer, you only got a matter of hours in a day, bro. So there's only a matter of clients you can take on. But with online, there's, it's, it's the sky's the limit you can take on as many people as you want do you know what i mean it's much more scalable but therefore um is it more enjoyable mm, maybe not it's not as enjoyable as uh one-to-one training like seeing someone face-to-face and training them but long term i think that online is going to be much much better for uh trainers than face-to-face in my opinion face-to-face always be demand for it but online is definitely going to be something that most trainers have probably been like, oh shit, it's been like a light bulb moment since COVID hit. Do you know what I mean? Well, the thing is with that is, um, obviously with one-to-one PTs, you're pretty much doing, well, you should be doing some form of online anyway, in terms of the support that you give people 
when when you're not in the sessions with people so you're kind of doing a bit of both anyway when you are a one-to-one if that makes sense yeah no 100 like obviously programming etc uh watching their calories um but we the thing that i found is that obviously since working with uh, phil is that i'm giving so much more value to my clients than i was when i was doing one-to-one so much more value like online so much more value like the work, the work, people think that, oh, when you jump online, it's like, oh, it's a bit easier. You give someone a program and then you're done. It doesn't work like that, man. There's so much about it. We're talking about like coaching calls every Monday, trying to get a yoga teacher to come and teach, trying to get another teacher to come teach. Um, then you do like another group session on a Saturday just for like to keep people motivated, keep them going, uh, doing check-ins, making sure everyone's up to date, making sure everyone's tracking their calories some 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 of the women might have a few problems they'll message me i've got to sort that so especially think about it if you're having a load of people and there's volume there's a lot of volume coming in through the doors then there's always going to be problems but as as they say in it more clients it's going to be more problems anyway do you know what i mean well yeah but what, what i found a lot of the time is sometimes having a lot of clients can actually be a little bit detrimental because with more clients sometimes comes more headaches because not every client's going to be the ideal client you know what i mean like i've had to drop a few people because of the headaches what it causes and sometimes it's just not 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 beneficial to you because if you're getting headaches you can't you can't deliver a 100% kind of uh, service yeah 100% like even now like before I take on any client online, I always organize a video call. Obviously, if, once I pre-qualify them and then see if they're a good fit for the program, I jump on a video call and uh, speak to them and just check their energy and see if they're going to be a good fit. Like Because at the moment, I've got all my clients that are in my program right now, all the women, they're like really like no bad eggs inside my program. Everyone's lovely. Everyone's like bouncing off each other. They talk to each other without even me. Like They talk to each other. But I would know I won't like the money is not worth you bringing on a client that's going to cause other problems for all the other ones you've got. Um, and I think that like, I think a lot of probably trainers just do that. They, they just want to think money, money, money. Let me just bring on everyone. Do you know what I mean? Try and solve everyone's problem. But do you know one thing that I've learned? You can't help everyone. You can't. Some people can't be helped. I'm going to be honest with you. Some people can't be helped regardless of what you do, what you do to them, what you say to them. Some people just can't be helped. I feel it's more of a some some people just have a fixed mindset. They're very like, no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing it. It's like it's like you just said, then you can't change someone's mindset. You can you can help, you can help them and give them advice, but ultimately you can't kind of change them 100 percent like what you just said then. No, 100 percent I think that um the people that find it very difficult to change and get results are the people that have failed over and over again in the past. Therefore, their mindset is like fixed on failing. They feel like regardless of what they do, they're going to end up in square one. And uh, that's basically our job and my job is to try and make people believe that like you're not going to fail again. You've tried things in the past, but yes, they were the wrong things you tried. They weren't exactly what you needed to do to get the results. And that's basically my job in helping women that feel like they're failing into world-class transformations. So that's basically my thing anyway. Do you just work with, because you just mentioned obviously women then, do you just work with women or do you work with a broad scale of individuals? So I, I work with, I work with just women. I do have, I, I did have like clients that were men um, from before. Maybe I've got maybe two, two people at the moment left that are, um, are men, but 
I don't even I don't really take on any more men as because that's my niche is like women I know a lot of people go for like broad like men women regardless of who they are but I feel like I can understand um a female better um understand their problems because I've worked with so many other females like even when I was doing PT most of my clients were women so I know exactly what they're going through Okay, let me, let me ask you something. So basically, obviously, I started in October 2019. We've had a lot of lockdowns and back and forth, the gym opening, gym closing. Um, I often hear people say, you know, find your niche, find this, find that. But if I'm trying to build a client base and a reputation, would, would, it, not be, would it not be better for me to kind of open my doors to see what my niche is? Because you can't find something if you don't know what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course, 100%. I think with you right now, how long did you say you've been now, PT? I think it's since October 2019. And we've mm-hmm. had, obviously, the, all them months of lockdown as well. Okay, you yeah, for you, 100%. You shouldn't... If it was me, I would go... I would just try and do as... I'll rack up as much experience as I can, do as many hours as I can, because um, a lot of people that straight away jump into the PT business, they're like, I'm an online coach. I want to jump online but they've never even coached anyone one-to-one. So how are you going to know that, how that, I've done a lap pull down with a client probably about a thousand times, 2000 times. So if someone says to me, they're not doing a lap pull down properly. I'm like, okay, you're doing this probably wrong. You're doing that probably, or you got pain there. Probably this is happening or that's happening. A lot of people try to jump into online straight away. I think like for PTs that are just starting, obviously you can jump in online. That's not a problem at all. But I think racking up experience on the gym floor first then moving online has always been, I think, a way. Because Darren used to always say that to me. He's like, you have to earn your stripes. Earn your stripes on the on the gym floor. And uh, I think I've done that. And uh, that's why I think it was, like, was that time for me to go online. Yeah, I actually remember Darren saying something like that. It was, um, I think it was like, you can read as many books as you want. You can do as many courses as you want. But until you get the experience, it's not going to do fuck all, really. I mean, in the grand oh. scheme of things. Mate, it's just like, upskilling is brilliant don't get me wrong but i think a lot of coaches when they start all they want to do is like oh let me invest in a kettlebell course let me invest in a um trx course like you don't need that do you know what you need to do when you first start you need to gain experience you need to speak to people speak to clients do pt sessions just gain it you learn off others i think the best thing you need to do that Darren's always told me is like learn off people that are better than you like I used to go see my, one of my mates, one of my mates, Nick Garcia. I don't know if you know him. Um, he's basically a coach. Was from he was in Australia, one of Darren's mates, and he came to London. And mate, this guy is so fucking clever. It's unbelievable. So I used to go like train with him, and he used to teach me so much stuff. You gotta be able to drop the ego and like train with other coaches that are better than you. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think the the hardest thing for me at the very start, which I'm slowly getting better at, is just being on the gym floor. Um, I'm in a gym that has like probably maybe 5,000, 6,000 members. So, um, you know, during peak times and stuff, like that place can get like rammed. I'm talking like hectic. I'm being on what the gym floor. Um, it's in Spinning Fields, Manchester. It's a pure gym. Okay. Okay. But, um, but basically, um, yeah, the, the, the thing that I, I felt was very daunting was just going up to people, even just asking a question like, how are you? How was your day? What are you training today? Um, but yeah. I feel like you have to be able to instigate multiple conversations before you can even have like personal training in the question, if that makes sense. Because everyone just seems to be like, you know, I've got this many sessions. This is my price. I feel people need to be good at just asking how people are before they start 
before they start trying to sell shit, to be honest. Do you want to call that planting the seed? Yeah, you just even just going up to someone, you, you know, and just asking, how's the day? And my name's Josh. I'm going to be around this area. If you need anything, give me a shout. Instead of just trying to like throw just personal training in someone's face. It's like trying to yeah. sell gas and electric. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's basically like, it's like when you're trying to chat up a girl, isn't it? You don't go up to them and say, oh, yeah, let's go back straight away. You talk to them, you lure them in, you talk about like how you just, you, you know, you take your time with it, innit? And I think the same with like personal training. You wouldn't go up to someone and be like, oh, I'm, I'm a personal trainer. Do you want to train with me? This is my prices. You've lost a client there already. That client ain't coming to you. What What do you feel helped you from when you was on the, uh, on the gym floor for the very first time? Was there any certain like challenges? Was there any, or was it just your personality that helped you? Was, was there anything... In particular, yeah, I, I think um, when I first started, I was a, a gym floor instructor. So I was a gym floor instructor for I think three months, uh, three months gym floor instructor. Then I moved on to personal training, and in London I was working at Oxford Circus. And you got to remember that my gym rent is a thousand pound a month there, so a thousand pound a month. Um, but it was scary at first because like you got no clients. Your your rent is starting like in two months. The rent starts boom thousand pound a month at your account bam it's a bit scary but with me i think that because i had so many people around me that had so much experience i was guided in the right direction and also it helped that i was already i'm, I'm good with people i think i think that's one of my good skills is i'm very good with people and i'm very good with like for my clients i understand them i can listen i think a lot of people see just personal training as money yes obviously you see it as money because you need to get paid but once you're doing a good job, man, money follows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like, feel like the 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 more you, the more you're on the gym floor, like you say, instead of fucking wasting your time being in the staff room on your phone, looking on Instagram and doing this and doing that, it starts to become second nature. Like even even just just conversating with people like you've seen countless times, and you know, ask you almost have to kind of you basically have to give somebody something for free. Not not something that's kind of do you understand what i'm trying to say so like you want to try and give somebody something that's going to make them think oh this guy actually cares kind of thing bro do you know how many free sessions i used to give to people on the gym floor mate that's how i got most of my clientele base i was like do you know what let's do a free session half an hour if you don't like it you can go away no pressure but i promise you you're probably going to sign up yeah yeah i do a session and then like i'd sign most of them up because like First things first, I've got you got to tell them like I always I always used to say like look we'll do a session if you don't like it you still say hi to me in the gym no pressure at all but once you do the session and they like it they enjoy it regardless like they they're gonna train with you and when you don't put pressure on it and don't label it saying oh um, after this you've got to let me know that if you're gonna train or not but um, I used to just go up to people mate I used to be training clients yeah and there'll be another client there'll be another like a member on the the other machine. And I say to my client, oh, Anne-Marie, um, have you met my new client? And then she'll be like, what? And I'll be like, look, she's my new client. And then that woman will be like, what do you mean? I'll be like, yeah, we're training next week. And then she'll be like, what do you mean? I'll be like, I'm going to get your number. We're going to train next week. Is that okay? And then she'll be like, oh, okay then. Cool. <laughs> I used to get a number, take them for a trial session, and then boom, just get them as a client. That's how I actually built my business. Outbounding, they call it, outbounding. So just hunting, basically, man. I think a lot of people expect things to come to them all the time. Sometimes you've got to hunt, bro. Yeah, if you stand there, you're not going to get anything. It's more about just, you almost got to scout the people that are on the gym floor and see what, what your potential would be and whether you feel, 
whether you feel you can help that person. I mean, exercise correction is always a good one. You just got to be careful of how you do it. It's the way you speak to people that that's going to mean the most. Yeah, 100%, man. Like I said, you just got to be good with people, man. You got to be able to understand people. Um, you got to realize that even when I first started, I remember I went up to someone like, hey, like, would you like any help with like, if you have any questions? She's like, can you just leave me alone, please? Yeah, yeah. You said that to me, my confidence, bro. It hurt my heart because no one's ever said that to me. I was like, she's like, can you leave me alone, please? I was like, oh, she's like, please leave me alone. I'm trying to train. I was like, Rah. but then you got to just pack it in and move on. You got to be good to be good at moving on. Move on, move on. You just have to be resilient. Like you just got to understand there's going to be six no's, but then there might be four yeses. Then there might be another 12 no's and then you might get another two yeses. It's just going to be, just going to be uh, a... Yeah. Yeah, you got you got to be good at you got to, you got to get good at people telling you no, man. I think the the best thing to do with that situation is to kill them with kindness and be like, yeah, sound. I hope you have a good day and stuff like that. Hundred percent, man. I've had people I've had people that have been rude to me and then after actually apologized to me because they've after a while like I remember this this woman was so rude to me, man, like so rude to me that I tried to go up to her and say, oh hey, how you doing? And she was like, can you just go away? I don't want PT. And I was like, I'm not trying to say I'm not, I'm not saying anything about PT. I just want to see how you are. And then I started training one of her mates. And then after I started training one of her mates, her mate was loving me. And then I was like, you know, your friend, she's so rude. And then one day she came up to me and was like, I'm so sorry about the other day. Um, I, I was just in a bad mood. So the thing is, man, sometimes you catch people on the wrong day as well. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's going through shit. Yeah, 100%. And just just kind of going on from that with the current situation, how have you been with the mental side of things? Is there anything that you are actively doing to keep yourself sane? Is there any any kind of yoga meditation any runs yeah. is there anything you're doing to keep yourself going mate to be honest with me i've been training religiously man um i'm luckily like my i built i've got like a little garage in my uh, i've got a little gym in my garage because i actually built that um when i first become a pt because i thought oh, i can maybe try and get clients where i live it didn't really work out so i went straight to london um and one of my mates actually owns a gym a little studio near mine so he basically gave me dumbbells. Um, and I, so I, I haven't slacked on training um, at all. I think training, yeah, I, I don't even train for like to look good or anything like that, mate. I just train because it just keeps me sane. You know, when you train and have that shower, how good is the feeling? There's, there's never been a time where you've worked out and felt shit after it. That's what I say. Yeah, never, man. Never has. But apart from that, mate, just like, I think a lot, I just keep busy, man. Because if I don't keep busy and you sit down and you think, that's when you fucked up. 100%, man. If you if your mind's not solving problems, it's only creating them. 100%. 100%. Um, what I was going to say to you now, why do you feel people are overcomplicating fat loss? That's something that I feel is the biggest, biggest thing in the fitness industry right now. Is you've got people that are like boom bod and skinny coffee and fucking keto and whatever else you want to shout about. Yeah. I think, um, first of all, everyone loves like an easy option everyone wants the rapid gains in it everyone wants the quick results but i said this on one of my videos the other day like i don't get why people are like oh my god in this day i'm going to do this by this day i want to do this all right cool it's great to have goals brilliant to have goals but fitness is forever man even when you get to your goals do you think you're going to stop have you stopped for example say you got goals when you get to your goal are you going to stop 
nah, it just gets even better. You're like, right, fuck it, let's go again, bang, let's go again, bang. Exactly. Let's go again. Fitness is, yeah, fitness is forever. There's no there's no end line. So when these people are being sold into these boom boards, etc., all of this rubbish shit, like even if you get to that dream weight of that you want, I'm telling you, you're not gonna be happy. You're still gonna want to be like fitter. I always I, I said this to one of my one of my talks with my clients. I said, imagine each and every one of you woke up tomorrow with the dream body you wanted dream body you wanted but you felt unhealthy you felt low in energy you couldn't even run a mile you couldn't even squat without hurt your knees hurting would you want that hell no hell no exactly <laughs> why are you concentrating on weights why are you concentrating on the weight um the scales why are you concentrating on how much weight you just concentrate on being stronger all the other rest will follow man see the thing that i always say to potential clients and clients that i already have is like the reason why we start a weight loss journey, for example, is because what you see when you look in the mirror. So then why the fuck do you concentrate on the number you see on the floor and let that dictate your mood for the rest of the day, week, month? 100%. Yeah. Mad. Crazy. 100%. 100%. I think, mate, people, people, yeah, they just, they just want a quick result. And um, there's no quick results. There's no shortcut um, to your weight loss. Even like rapid weight loss is not good weight loss anyway. Thing, the thing is as well that affects a lot of people in terms of the weight loss um, goal is social media. I think it plays, it can play a bad part in it in terms of like people trying to compare themselves when it's like just stay in your lane, just focus on you instead of trying to focus on this, this edited angle, you know, Brazilian bum lift or whatever the fuck you see on social yeah. media. Yeah, hundred percent. I think social media has got people like going crazy as well, man, because um, they see comparing people to each other isn't it like they're comparing themselves to an athlete who's flipping training every day that's their job do you know what i mean they're, that's their job and you got like for example um you got flipping uh, uh jade at home sitting down with two kids husband she's got a job she's got so much responsibility she's comparing herself to someone who's got no responsibility but to just look the best she can so she can get probably influencer deals, etc. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people get that mixed up. Just got to try and be the best version of yourself, man. Everything else is just bullshit. Yeah, it's like what you just said there. It's just like a general population comparing themselves to someone stepping on stage, absolutely rided up, testosterone through the roof. Yep. And trying, to comp- trying to compare yourself to someone that you're never going to look like. Yeah, 100%. You're looking at and you're you're at home sitting at home scrolling through instagram looking at an instagram model which her whole life evolves around her looking good and eating well to make you to make sure so eating well to make sure she looks the best she can look because that's her job but you got like i said jade or karen sitting at home with two three kids a husband she's working so much more responsibility and uh, her priorities are completely different do you know what i mean um, and they're comparing themselves to these models where they shouldn't. They should actually just basically try and be the best version of themselves and not worry about anything else because the rest is bullshit. 100%, man. Social media plays a massive part. Um, but in terms of the gyms reopening, do you feel like your client results are going to go through the roof, stay the same? What do you reckon? Um, I, I think, I think to be honest with you, obviously most most of my clients that I take on, they're all like weight, weight loss um women but 
Um, obviously, with people having more equipment, it's going to be a little bit better. Do you know what I mean? They'll probably get a little bit better results because some of them have so much limited equipment. Yes, you can still get results with the limited equipment, but it's always going to be better. I think it, mentally it'll be better for people. Yeah, because what I find is quite hard at the moment is trying to get clients um, in the right mindset to train in the same place that they eat, they watch TV, you know, in the same environment. It's quite hard, especially with distractions of family and X, Y, Z. Oh, 100%. And people just need to start getting out now and because people are bored from sitting at home. There's only so much you can do, man. I'm out and about every day, 15K steps at least, man. It's more for the mental side of things. Yeah, 100%. It's nothing to do with physical. I think you mentally, each one, you just want to walk to actually feel sane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, man. But hopefully we're on the, uh, on the right side of uh, normality. Yeah, hopefully, man. Uh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Hopefully, try and get Darren on here one day, man. Well, I think he's smacking it with the 200k followers, you know. Bro, Darren is Darren's a kind of a big deal right now. <laughs> he's got the content popping, man. Yeah, yeah, no, he's um, Darren. Darren's good at his job. He knows what he's doing, man. And um, yeah, just he'll he'll, he'll he'll grow even more, man. This is just the start for Darren. Trust me. Especially while he's got Smith on his side. Yeah, exactly. No, I think I think just like. Um, Mate, it's just like so. Darren's started after um, after Smith, so uh, Darren's been actually um, he's just started the online game not before not before Smith. So he started way after Smith. So I think that like regardless of what's going on, Darren will still like he. This is just a start for him, man, because he's hungry, man. He's hungry. He wants it. Do you know what I mean? He wants more. He always wants more. And like being around people like Paul, all of them look like they all want more. They want they're hungry. If you're in around people that are not hungry for you to win, man, I'm telling you, uh, you got a wrong circle. You need to be around people that are hungry. Yeah, you uploaded a video. I think it was like yesterday or something. The guy got like it was like three hundred thousand views. I was like, what the fuck? It was the uh, which one was it? Oh, I think it was the I think it was the body positivity or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. See it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, no, mad man. Them body positivity people, they're pissing me off, also, man. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fake as shit. Like, dead, man. Like, every day you're just like bending over, doing that, saying you look bad. Come on, man. Just for some likes. Trying to create roles when you're fucking shredded as fucking lean. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just mad, but that's, that's where the game goes right now, and everyone's trying to do that shit now. Right, let's ask a question. What is your biggest piece of advice for someone who's in the same position as me who is looking to get back in the gym in the next seven weeks? So, first of all, when you're going back into the gym, you mean when you go back into the gym, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So basically I'm going to have maybe, I think I've got probably be two or three clients that are going to renew that I've got already that I've had for a while. But obviously I'm looking to uh, to branch out and get some more clients. Bro, 100%. You know, you know the people in your gym, yeah? Mate, go up to every single one of them and offer a free session. Just offer them a free session. Say, let's do a half an hour. But don't put it in a way that I would go like this because of what I used to do. I'd be like, look, I've got half an hour free right now. Uh, one of my clients have cancelled on me. Would you like to um, train with me for half an hour? And I'll show you what I'm about. If you enjoy it, we'll talk. If not, no problem at all. Thank you. Just do that for everyone, bro. Make sure that um, you're talking to people in the gym, being friendly. Um, and one thing, so don't get caught in that, that little staff room when they're talking shit. 
keep upskilling, man. Keep upskilling. Keep trying to build your business. Keep trying to um, better yourself because I know how them them staff rooms work, man. When I first joined the gym, was like in a in a gym environment, bro. All they're talking about is who's getting more leads, <laughs> who's got more clients, who's doing more sessions. It's bullshit, bro. Just you got to keep keep keep. Just the only person you're running against is yourself, man. So make sure you just keep believing and uh, trying to talk to as many people as possible. Just just take care of your clients, bro. Because most people like. If you take care of your clients, regardless, they're going to refer more people to you. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the, wor- the worst thing I've kind of found myself doing is focusing on not just what the other PTs are doing, but what the PTs think of me doing what I'm doing. And I feel it fucks up my mentality in terms of like your confidence to go and do things on the gym floor. You feel like, oh, but this this person might think of this. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Hey, mate, I'm telling you, if there's one piece of advice I'm going to give you, don't give a shit about any other PT because at the end of the day they're not going to fucking buy from you anyway I don't give a shit you really think like you know like when I post on Instagram or anything like that if a PT don't like my shit I don't give a shit they're not going to they're not my customers they're not going to buy from you so why would I give a shit about any other trainer don't let anyone because at the end of the day when you start doing well people are going to hate on you that's like in a, in a what's it called what did you say that word in a vet was it anyway I can't talk English but uh, yeah <laughs> Just like don't regardless of like what you're doing, man. Just keep doing your thing. People are gonna hate on you, man. That's what's gonna happen. That's what I mean, man. Like I'll be flying around in the gym with a fucking ring light camera, and I feel like in my head I'm like, you know, people are gonna be thinking, wow, what the fuck's this guy doing here with his ring light? But then in a, in another in another in another kind of I don't know what I'm trying to say. In another point, I'm like, nah, fuck this, man. Let's get some content done, kind of thing. It's like. Because I'm in a gym with like 15, 20 people, like other PTs, I'm thinking of them instead of me. And it's like, fuck that. I need to snap out of that this year. Mate, fuck them. Yeah, you don't don't worry about anyone else, bro. You just care about yourself, bro. Just do your thing. Because the people, the people that are gonna hate on you are probably gonna be people that ain't got the fucking balls to walk around with a ring light and film some stuff. So that's yeah. why they're gonna hate on you. That's why they're gonna hate on you. So just keep doing your thing. 100 percent man. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up from there because I've, uh, I've had you for a while and I appreciate your time. Um, is there anything you'd like to share with anyone in terms of let's, let's make it non-PT related? So for anyone that's trying to embark on a weight loss journey or trying to improve the way they look and they feel, what would you give them? 30 seconds. Just make sure that you're staying consistent. Stop expecting results to happen straight away. Uh, don't let this don't let the numbers on the scale distract you from your journey because that's not what really about matters the only thing that matters is you getting stronger and progressing um in your confidence your training nothing else really matters so but the main thing is just stay fucking consistent i appreciate your time no problem at all man thanks for having me on I will, um, if you want me to share some of this for you, I can happily send it over, whether that's the video or the audio or both. Other than that, I appreciate that. No problem at all, brother. Yeah, send me the video. That'd be good. I'll I'll clip some stuff out. Content, content. (laughs) That's it, man. Right. Nice one. Take it easy, yeah? Take care, brother. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye.